BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kimberly, host of the Start Me Up podcast. If you like your politics with some loose talk and salty language, you're going to love my show. I interview the coolest people like Mary Trump, Kathy Griffin, and DNC chair Jamie Harrison. The Start Me Up podcast has an easygoing, casual style and a strong emphasis on left-leaning politics. We also have frank discussions about sex and more than a few spirited rants. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup or wherever you get your podcasts and start listening today. So we often hear the question asked, why hasn't Mike Flynn been restored to active duty and court-martialed? Well, I think I may have one possible answer to that question. Let's talk about that. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So retired Army General Mike Flynn filed a lawsuit, air quotes intentional, trying to stop the House Select Committee from subpoenaing him for testimony and getting its hands on his phone records and other evidence relevant to the insurrection. And within about 24 hours of that lawsuit being filed, the judge tossed it out. But the judge did give Mike Flynn's lawyers leave to refile if they correct a bunch of mistakes and deficiencies. Here's how Reuters reported the story about Mike Flynn's lawsuit. Michael Flynn, a longtime advisor to former President Donald Trump on Tuesday, sued the Congressional Committee investigating the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol in hopes of blocking it from obtaining his phone records. Flynn alleged in a lawsuit filed in federal court in Florida that a subpoena issued to him by the House of Representatives January 6th Select Committee was too broad in scope and punishes him for constitutionally protected speech he engaged in as a private citizen. Put a pin in that. Flynn also alleged in the lawsuit that the Congressional Committee has no authority to conduct business because it's not a duly constituted select committee. An appeals court has rejected that argument, ruling on December 9 that the committee was valid and entitled to see White House records Trump has tried to hide, shield, from public view. The committee issued a subpoena to Flynn, Trump's former national security advisor, in November seeking testimony and documents about a command center at Washington's Willard Hotel set up to steer efforts to deny Democrat Joe Biden his November 2020 election victory. Trump falsely claims he lost the election because of widespread electoral fraud. In the weeks after the election, Flynn urged Trump to deploy the military to overturn the results 
and gave speeches sowing doubts about the vote. Now, friends, let's briefly take a more direct look at some of Mike Flynn's hysterical, desperate rant in the court papers he filed in that suit, which, as I mentioned, has already been thrown out by the judge. Here is just a sample of what Mike Flynn put in his court filing. General Flynn did not organize, speak at, or actively participate in any rallies or protests in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021, and he of course did not participate in the attack on the Capitol that day. Nevertheless, the select committee, assuming the role of shadow prosecutor for the January 6th attack and working in parallel with the actual prosecutors at the Department of Justice, has diverted its attention from its important work to target General Flynn for a quasi-prosecution that is either aimless or transparently partisan. Despite not participating in any events in Washington on January 6, defendants have issued General Flynn a sweeping subpoena seeking 20 different categories of documents and a demand that General Flynn appear for a deposition in Washington, D.C. The subpoena demands records of General Flynn's communications about the 2020 election and seeks to identify the basis for his beliefs and the persons with whom he associated in addition to contacts with government officials. It thus constitutes a frontal assault on his First Amendment rights to freedom of speech, association, and uh, a petition. So that from the court filing in the recent lawsuit that, did I mention, has already been tossed out by the judge. And you know, Mr. Flynn, you can plead your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination to avoid testifying before the House Select Committee. But, you know, pleading the first is not really a thing to avoid having to comply with that congressional subpoena. But friends, did you notice, as I read that, you know, less than one page from Mike Flynn's court filing, Flynn refers to himself no less than five times as General Flynn. He likes that title, doesn't he? and he uses it for all it's worth. You know, reading through that court filing, it reminded me of an article from a few months ago published in The Independent and authored by Andrew Feinberg. Headline, Michael Flynn and his QAnon followers now pose a genuine national security threat, extremism experts say. And that article begins, Days after former Trump National Security Advisor and retired Army General Michael Flynn endorsed the idea of a military coup against the United States, the Army is officially doing absolutely nothing about it. Veterans and extremism experts are warning that the decision to let his remarks go unpunished amounts to ignoring a serious national security threat. So that leads us back to the original question. Why isn't Mike Flynn 
being restored to active duty and court-martialed. Well, this may be one of the reasons. There is a case involving another military retiree, a guy named Stephen Bagani. He was returned to active duty. He was court-martialed. He was convicted. He appealed his conviction, saying, you can't return me to active duty and court-martial me as a retiree. And the highest military court in the, in the land, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces, issued an opinion saying, yes, indeed, the military can restore a retiree to active duty and court-martial him or her. And the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces reaffirmed, in its opinion, this proposition. For well over a hundred years, Congress, the military, and the Supreme Court have all understood that retired members of all branches of service of the armed forces who continue to receive pay and are still a part of the land and naval forces are subject to the UCMJ or its predecessors. The UCMJ, of course, is the Uniform Code of Military Justice. In other words, they can be court-martialed. So this particular military member, Stephen Bagani, then appealed that decision to the Supreme Court because maybe there was still some hope that the Supreme Court would decide differently and say you can't court-martial military retirees. Well, 10 days ago, December 13th, the Supreme Court refused to hear that appeal. So that now clears the legal decks for the military leadership to restore Mike Flynn to active duty and court-martial him for his crimes. Now, I will add a quick footnote. There's one other case kicking around in the courts. It's called the Larrabee case. And it deals with the same issue, but the Larrabee case does not have the effect of law because an appellate court has not ruled differently than the Supreme Court or than the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Armed Forces ruled in the Bagani case. So friends, I want to finish with an email I recently received from a good friend of mine, a gentleman named Bobby Mealy. Bobby is an Army veteran and he worked inside the military criminal justice system for decades, albeit as a civilian. And here's the email I received from Bobby about the Flynn situation. Integral in the matter of the Flynn recall is the recognition that every time Flynn speaks, he speaks as a former high-ranking member of the military and his words very poorly reflect on the military he supposedly once served proudly. That said, a court-martial is the only forum to evaluate the impact of his words in the context of service discrediting conduct and conduct unbecoming an officer. Amen, Bobby. And with the legal decks now cleared, the military leadership must turn its attention to holding Mike Flynn accountable. Because we're burning democracy daylight and Mike Flynn continues to pour gas on the fire, and because justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.